Helik, helik, himaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Hey everybody, this is Keithy Langston here for Alakot with Keithy, and before we get into the show this week, I just want to say a big shout out to all of my friends on the North South Connection Podcast Network. Uh, this has been a really exciting year for me. I got to achieve one of my goals, which is starting my own podcast, and I could not have done that without the excellent help and assistance from everybody on the North South Connection Podcast Network. I especially want to throw out a special, or I want to throw out a shout out to all the shows that we put on this network. I mean, this is a great opportunity for everybody to get some fun and entertainment. Uh, we have WWE War, uh, the Winds Above Replacement. Uh, we have GC Dub, a Game Changing, New Gen on a Mission, Territorial, which is a new one that's been out that uh, our friend Sean does. It's fantastic. Uh, Cronoso Monthly, of course, we put out. Uh, no Holds Barred, uh, Extreme Three-Way Dance, Ruthlessly Aggressive Podcast, link- Linking Up Luchas, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention some of the non-real, the non-wrestling ones, which would be mostly a la carte with Keithy, and of course Exposition, uh, which is for, which I've been featured on, and uh, it's another great podcast. Uh, anything really from the Jenny position is, uh, and Jenny is one of Jennifer Smith is one of my one of my good friends, and I love her to death. And um, of course, it's JT Rosero been has been so helpful with me in this in this year in this in this season. So I just want to throw a special shout out. Um, if you're not listening to the North South Connection Podcast Network or the Place to Be Nation pop feed or the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed, you really should. I mean, on the Place to Be Nation pop feed, there's a lot of good stuff on there. You can hear me um, on the Pop Video Jukebox Songs of the Day. And, of course, um, anything that comes up on the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed is always fun as well. And, again, everybody, we're doing so much work, and everybody on these podcast networks that I've met have been just amazing people, and I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't think that, uh, you know, it was, it was something really worthwhile. Um, so please everybody enjoy what we have to offer you here. Um, I want everybody to have a very, very, very merry. And, um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please reach out to me at flounder824 on the artist formerly known as Twitter. And you can also reach me at email, um, flounder824 at gmail.com if you want to send a question, a comment, a concern, whatever you have. And you can find me on Facebook. So with that being said, I would like to cut now to our episode that we have for you this week. And of course, it is a Christmas theme. So uh, we're going to go to the incomparable Boney M to bring us in for, uh, hmm, what could it possibly be? Here we go. Jesus Christ was born on Christmas Day, and man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. Oh. Ho, ho, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of A La Carte with Keithy. I am your host, Keithy Langston. And of course, this is the 
holiday season, Christmas episode, if you will. I will say Merry Christmas. I will say Happy Christmas. I'll say Happy Holidays. I don't give a shit what you celebrate as long as you celebrate very merrily. Um, I want to bring on two very special guests. As you know, this is going to be the hap, hap, happiest episode since uh, Dean Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. And only two men I can think of that can help me ring in the holiday season as well as the new year. And of course, I am talking about my two boyfriends, Chris, the two men in my life whom I love so much and so dearly. I have Boston Chris and L.A. Chris. Uh, Boston Chris, how are you today? I'm doing very well, Keithy. How are you? Good. Did I say I said Dean Crosby? <laughs> I'm giving him shit in the chat. In the chat, in the chat, he just put D, D, Dean Crosby. Way to fuck it up right out the gate, Keithy. Is that all right? Let me restart that. Then I can't fuck it up that quick. No, no, no. Keep this all in. Keep this all in. This is entertaining. Actually, yeah, no. This is this is. I'm not editing that out. So is that Dean Kane? That's, <laughs> That's what like, I was thinking. Is that Dean Kane? Bing, Dean Cro- Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Is that who tap dance with Danny fucking K? Did- didn't didn't he do Little Drummer Boy with uh, Bowie? Oh, no, you know what it is. I was getting conf- I was yeah, getting confused with I was getting confused with Dean Martin, Dean Martin, Bing Crosby, Bing Martin. Anyway, um, anyway, so yes, yeah, so Chris, it's good, it's great to have you, Boston Chris. I'm so excited that you're here. Wonderful um, to be back. Thank you. Once again, another returning champion, uh, and then another returning champion. This is uh, this now makes this marks the third appearance for both of you. Uh, we have Boston Chris, and of course, I have La La Land Chris. Hello. Uh, hello, Chris. How are you? I'm good. You? Oh, boy. <laughs> it's um, going to be that kind of night. Hello. 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 That's Adam's dog. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're going to be talking about some Christmas themes. Yeah, so we're just going to be talking about uh, Christmas movies, Christmas TV episodes, Christmas songs. Uh, possibly Christmas gifts, things like that. It's a conversation. You know, I mean, these are two of my oldest and dearest and closest friends. So, I mean, I could talk to them for hours and uh, never get tired of a conversation. So the first thing I want to roll right into is whether or not Die Hard is considered a Christmas movie. I'm going to give it to Boston Chris first. Um, I've always been of the opinion that Die Hard is absolutely a Christmas movie. Um, I haven't really, I I don't really pay too much attention to, you know, all of the fights and arguments online that people have for reasons like one way or the other. Um, mostly because I feel like if you don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie and forgive me, because I don't know what you guys think (laughs) yet. Uh, if you don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, I just don't know what the fuck is wrong with you because it's very much a Christmas movie, (laughs) um, takes place around or on Christmas. Uh, there's many references to Santa Claus and ho, ho, ho. And it's just, it's, it's, it takes place during a Christmas party. I mean, it's a Christmas movie. Can you, that's my bottom line. Can you do the voice of Alan Rickman when he reads the shirt, at least the very end of that? Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) Now I have a machine gun. <laughs> okay, all right. I can I can dig it. I mean, let's put it this way: the sequel it takes place at the same exact time, like what a year later. So, sure. Is it a year later, or do you think it's a couple I, years? I mean, I, you know, it's been such a long time since I've seen it. I hmm. I feel like they might kind of reference the timeline. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a year or two later. 
Yeah. It can't be I mean, much longer after. Yeah. It's within five years, definitely. I mean, probably the sequel took oh, place within, within five I mean, years, it, it, too. Yeah, yeah. The, the movie was filmed or took place in 1990. So, I mean, the first one was 88. So it's definitely just two, at the very least, two. Um, so that makes sense. Okay. Uh, Chris, L.A. Chris, what do you think? Is it, a, is it a Christmas movie? I don't even understand how this is a question or a topic of contention online. It is. It just, I don't understand. Who says it's not? Is the People have question. nothing better to do. Uh, Bruce Willis has gone on record, I believe, saying that it, he doesn't think it's a, it's a movie. Like, <sighs> as much Bruce as Willis I love the man, the come on. Out. He doesn't even know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, exactly. He literally doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just mean bringing up his name. In his opinions. Well, I mean, I just, I'm just saying, I mean, that's just his opinion is he's, he was asked it all the time and he's just like, I don't know. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, do I think it is? I think it is. I mean, I think it's, I think anytime you have a movie that's, well, let's put it this way. Die Hard with a Vengeance takes place around, doesn't it? oh no, that's just a hot summer day. It's the next one. Um, die Harder. Is it die? No, it's a good day to die hard. Good or day to die hard. One of them takes place on like Fourth of July weekend, so I guess you could say that's like a. I think that's a good day movie. to die hard. That's the one. It's with a good day to die hard, where the yeah, end of it takes place on a freeway in L.A., even though it's supposed to be D.C., and you can see the palm trees <laughs> in the background. <laughs> hey Keith, you know I, I heard Bruce Willis also said that uh, you have a funny podcast. <laughs> wow. What was that? It's just mean. The dude can't even speak anymore. His daughter <laughs> literally just posted this heartwarming you... message of like why... her and her dad together, and he looks so lost. It was sad. Why are you dumping on my shit, man? You've been on this a couple times. What the fuck's wrong with you? Um. Wow. Thanks. Anyway, um, you know what? At least I have a podcast. There you go. Might be shitty, but it's still mine. Um, I didn't say it was shitty. Oh, that's oh. <laughs> You said that, you said Actually, that Bruce Willis said it was shitty. I think I just read that online. You said, <laughs> you said that a man who currently doesn't have the mental capacities to be on his to live on his own. Dude, I said, hate ripping on Bruce Willis. I love Bruce Willis. I know he's an I asshole. He's the star of my favorite movie of all time. Which well, is that's right. Before. I mean, not to get on a tangent, but is Bruce Willis really an asshole, or is he no, just like? No, in fact, I, no. So, so many people said he was like so difficult to work with, especially like the past decade. Kevin Smith came out and went on that rant about how he was impossible to direct, and now it's come to light with his condition. He was he's had it forever, and, and he cashed out the last couple of years and was difficult because he was just trying to make as much money for his family because he knew he was fading. Like you I can't feel... fault you can't fault the guy for that. I mean, there's people that are like, there's like, there's Mariah Carey, and then there's Bruce Willis. I mean, I think that like, if you're somebody like Mariah Carey or like Barbara Streisand, who's like notoriously a diva, I don't know if Bruce Willis is a diva. I would say that Bruce Willis is just like, he's the kind of guy where he, first of all, Kevin Smith, when Kevin Smith shows up for things, like, you know, he shows up in his fucking sweatpants and sweatshirt or a, <laughs> a hockey, hockey jersey. That's 20, yeah, and, a hockey shirt yeah. that's 20 times too and, big. And he's like, all right, guys, let's just uh, go in here and uh, fucking uh, do what we got to do. You know what I mean? And then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, really? This is what you're doing here? Um, I've worked with John McTiernan. Thank you very much. I know what I'm doing. So, I don't know. I don't hate Bruce Willis. I, you know what, Chris? He stars in one of my one of my favorite, like, sneaky favorite movies, which is... Uh, What's that one with Meryl Streep? Uh, Death Becomes Death Her. Death Becomes Her is a great I one. I fucking yeah. love Death Becomes Her. Did we all go to see that in the movie theater when it came out? I think out? we all saw that together, I, right? I we definitely saw did. it in the movie theater. It yeah. had to have been with at least one such of you. A, such a good movie. I love that uh, movie so much. Do, so. I, I watched... Uh, so do you know how... You've noticed, I'm sure, how 
Bruce Willis and uh, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta yeah. and all those guys have like the most terrible selection of like straight to video <laughs> yeah. movies on yeah. streaming services. Yeah. Yes. So I came across one on Netflix and I watched it and uh, it was 87 minutes long. So it wasn't too bad. It was called trauma center. And Bruce Willis <laughs> is like, you know, build is the big star. He's not in it a whole month, a whole lot, but it's really sad to watch knowing what I know now. I mean, I think it was oh. it's probably from like 2019. Oh really? But it's like, you can totally tell like, he fucked up so many lines and they just left him in the movie. They were like, no, that's cool, Bruce. Like, you're good. Like, nobody well, gives it. No one's watching this movie anyway. Well, that was the thing. He hooked up with, like, this indie low-budget producer who would make all these movies get a million-dollar paycheck, but he had strict rules. He could only be on set for a day. He could only, like, mm -hmm. do a couple hours of filming at the time. And that's So he made all these, like, basically, like, cameo appearances in these straight-to-video movies. They'd market the entire movie around him yep. being in it. Yeah. And he was literally doing it because he knew his health was going downhill, <laughs> and he's just trying to provide for his family. Like, you can't fault him. All right, Chris, take it easy. Jesus, I didn't, the number one friggin' Bruce Willis apologizer over here. <laughs> um, apologist. That's the word. Apologist, not apologizer. That's now I sound like the former president of the United States. <laughs> you are the apologizer. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I, I understand. I know Bruce Willis is a, he's a good man. Okay, we know that. Um, I love how the guy from LA is giving us the friggin' insider edge. Fucking <laughs> from shit that I read on Reddit, by the way. I just <laughs> You're such a douche. Anyway, so all right, moving on. All right, so I think we're gonna say I think the debate is settled. It's a Christmas movie. I even said to you guys earlier offline, I said, I feel that maybe even Die R2 is even more Christmassy because he's walking around the airport with the big bear with the with the red bow on it. Um there's the scene with um, when he gets the ticket and he argues with the first cop about like <laughs> it's Christmas Eve and then and then there's the whole thing where they get in the they get in the police car afterwards and he goes Merry Christmas Merry Christmas <laughs> so I mean there may even be more references to Christmas in the second movie than the first one but uh, I, I do have to correct you a little bit though okay um, the the bear with the bow was actually from the opening scene of Die Hard the first one. That's what I thought. He was on the plane with. He was the on the plane. Old... Yeah, he was on the plane. I thought with the he bear. walks in the movie theater with the bear. Movie theater. The movie theater. Not movie theater. The um. The <laughs> uh, no. Doesn't he come into the um airport yeah, he... with the with the bear? No, he goes to Nakatomi Towers with it, drops it off, and then he then he curls his toes and. Oh, road, that's and right. Like, because that's and he's right. He's like son of a bitch. <laughs> that's right. Because the limo driver, when he's stuck in the thing, he looks in the rearview mirror and he sees yeah, the bear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He goes shut up like that. That guy, where's that guy? That guy did nothing after that, huh? Um, all right. So, Chris, what about Hudson Hawk? Is that a Christmas movie? I'm just Hudson kidding. Hawk is not a Christmas movie, <laughs> but it mostly takes place in Italy, which is great. <laughs> oh, look at that, Chris! Chris, wait a minute. It says, "Oh, okay. I guess it was all right. Whatever. Okay. I'm looking at the thing, and Chris is sending me pictures now of uh, the 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 inc my incorrectness. So, thank you." Um, <laughs> All right, so are there any other movies that you guys can think of that are people say are Christmas or are not Christmas movies? Like Gremlins is a Christmas movie, right? One hundred percent. I agree, one hundred percent. So also, I guess go, going back to Die Hard two real quick, I feel like it's not a Christmas movie because the overriding theme is just the blizzard. It's just a winter movie to me. Mm. Mm. It's not as good as Hard Rain. Remember Hard? Remember that movie Hard Rain? Betty no, White. But here's the, but here, like, all right. Here's the real question, though. Yeah. How come like the first Lethal Weapon isn't considered a Christmas movie? It does. It doesn't have. It, it is. 
I mean, that's a good question. I think it doesn't would... have that same aura like Die Hard does. Boston Chris, I think you pointed out that every Shane Black movie is a freaking Christmas movie, right? <laughs> no, that that was L.A. Chris. Oh, that was that. L.A. Chris. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. um, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, they do have the, the the opening drug bust that um, Mel Gibson's involved in. Is that a tree? A Christmas yeah, it's tree. It's a Christmas lot. tree. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, there's. I think when doesn't the car when the car drives through the the living room i think it kills the christmas tree and the uh yeah. and the um oh absolutely takes yeah. place right around christmas time yeah 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 um i mean in fact i believe the dancers are even wearing uh our christmas garb in the strip club that uh gary Busey's hanging out in <laughs> so oh, i read two different things Jane black does all of his movies at christmas because he saw it was based off of some film noir thing that he saw uh and it took place at christmas and he always thought That's it was a, a great dramatic life. setting the other thing that I read was that uh, he makes all of his movies at Christmas time because that means you get played on TV at Christmas and you get more royalties downstream from it every year. I'm like, that's just smart. I mean, I'll tell you right now, they play friggin' Elf and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation constantly on television for like two yeah. months solid. Like you get November and December, like solid two months of like monster Christmas movies, you know? <laughs> So, something hilarious, by the way. I'm on Shane Black's Wikipedia page, and yeah. you should just go check it out. Um, you know how there's always like the filmography, and it lists you know the year, the movie, yeah, director, writer, producer, whether or not they did all that. Yeah, there's a column for Christmas setting. <laughs> really? <laughs> not even lying. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. So, I mean, is it like, is it over the top? Like, how many movies he does? That no, are it looks Christmas? like it's about five out of eleven. Predators, oh, yeah. oh, Iron yeah. Man three. I'm trying to think what else is on there. Oh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh my God, Iron Man! Th Jesus Christ, Iron Man three is a freaking Christmas movie. It takes place <laughs> around Christmas time. Wow! And in fact, <laughs> Tony Stark tries to give Pepper a massive. Uh, it's a. I think it's a rabbit. It's not a teddy bear, but I think it's a. I think it's a stuffed rabbit. <laughs> Oh my God! The long kiss, good night. Oh my God! Shane oh, yeah, Black. Yep. Shane Black does have a freaking obsession with uh, with that. He's close with the Monster Squad. I think it takes place around Halloween, <laughs> so it's close. Uh, the nice guys. I haven't seen the nice guys. That's one of nice my guys is good. I like that's that. That's on my extremely I watched short that not list. That long ago. Yeah, that's, that's on my movie. extremely short list. I want to watch. I have. I, I really like Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. So, I, I, geez, maybe I'm just a big. Uh, Shane Black fan. You should be. <laughs> he did the last. Uh, I've always considered L.A. Confidential a Christmas movie because the opening starts at Christmas, but it takes place over the course of the entire year. So, okay. Um, I don't know what what other movies do people kind of like? Do people ever really? Die Hard's the only one I really know of that people like like to debate and feel like it's just a good movie to Yeah, I feel like most movies, it's, I mean, and honestly, I it's feel like Die Hard falls in this category. Most movies sure. are pretty obvious whether or not they're a Christmas movie yeah. or not. Yeah, I think. And I feel like tree... Die Hard does fall into that category, and I don't yeah. know why there's even an argument about it. I don't know yeah, why exactly. there is either. I mean, it's, it's, it takes place at Christmas. There's Christmas trees. The Christmas tree falls over. There's, uh, we obviously said, uh, you know, ho, 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 ho. So, I mean, there's Christmas Carol sort of mixed in with the score, you know, along with the classical music. You know, you hear the jingle bells and scenes. Mm -hmm. and... Oh, even the, yeah, like even the tape yeah. he uses at the end. The tape yeah, that comes to his the back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Christmas yeah, it's all there. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah, in and an I, office. So, you know. And, and I feel like Lethal Weapon, um, 
though borders on it i definitely not as much as die hard uh, no you know i don't feel like it's as much of a christmas movie as die hard although what the the opening song is a christmas song right right yeah oh for lethal weapon yeah yeah i mean yeah it just it's definitely you know a more of a christmas movie than a lot of movies funny that was 87 he had two back-to-back christmas movies christmas action movies (laughs) like back-to-back yeah shane black huh all right, one of the one of the one of the Mount Rushmores here on uh, Alicot with Keithy, Shane Black. Uh, I love his work. So, all right, so let's move on to top five. If you have a top five, if it's a top ten, if it's a top four, if it's a top one, what are like some of your favorite Christmas movies? Uh, Die Hard, I will allow. So, I'm gonna have L.A. Chris. You go first. What are some of your top five? Like Christmas movie, like still like not the made it. This is my Christmas movie. Like yeah, so, like, like if you want to say a Christmas story, a Christmas story is right up there. I watched okay. the sequel. They did the sequel to it last year on HB, HBO Max or whatever it's called. Did was, you guys was watch it, that? Was it that? Yeah, was I it watched it. Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. What, did you, I don't what know were your thoughts on that? Yeah. I don't know how I felt about it. Like it was, it was like there was definitely like a nostalgia feel of like seeing Ralphie mm-hmm. grown up, and then with the old man passing, like you felt all that. But then, like, Ralphie as an adult would do, like, the thing he would do as a kid and go off into fantasy land. And it just, like, it didn't work. That portion didn't work for me. It, it was definitely better than I thought it was going to be. And I remember, yeah. you know, certain parts of it being like, oh, yeah, like, that was a really cool, like, throwback and a really cool, like, reference. Um, I know. Yeah, I, I'd have to watch it again. I know I was uh, I was interested as to why they didn't cast his mother. And then I found out that she like, and then she died like kind of right after I think the movie had come out and it was like, oh, so she must've been sick while, while they were filming it. Yeah. So it made sense. But I was like, wow, that's because I knew that Darren McFadden had passed away. Obviously he was the old man. He, he passed like, away years ago, years ago. But I was like, the mother was like still alive. And then like, she died like right after I think like the movie came out. So I was like, oh, all right, well that makes kind of sense. So yeah, but yeah, I didn't see it actually. It's kind of one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if I want to ruin it. The, it's worth watching. It is. It is worth watching, but it's not. Yeah. It's it's not. I mean, it, it's not going to capture the magic of the original, obviously. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't feel like it ruins anything. No. Okay. All right. Um. All right, Boston Chris. How about all right? So we got a Christmas story on L.A. Chris, Boston Chris. And if it's the same, you could say that's on my list. But try to give like another one that you have. You know, it's jingle all the way, right? It's got to be. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Have I ever seen Jingle All the Way? I feel like Guy's I name, might have seen it once. His, like his last name is Langston, ago. in that you know that, right? <laughs> is it really? <laughs> All right, so that movie Langston. sucks. That movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bruce Willis told me. He just called me. Told me that movie sucks. <laughs> um, no. So, all right. If I get my shot at it, I'm going to say. Uh, I don't know if this is necessarily my favorite, but of course we've talked about this. Is uh, the Ref is one of mm, my all-time favorite yes. Christmas movies. Absolutely. Um, for anyone that's not familiar with it, it's like a 1994-ish. Uh, it's got Dennis Leary and Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Can we, are we allowed to talk about him? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then what, oh, what's her name? Judy. Judy Davis. Judy Davis. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, just other people. Yeah. Christine Baranski. Is that how yeah, you say I was it? trying to remember her name. Yeah. I should probably just look this up. Christine Baranski, who's like, she's like one of the most under, yeah. I feel like underrated actresses who has like the wonderful sister-in-law who's just, yeah. it's you Christmas. <laughs> um, you know what I found out last week 
uh, shortly after watching the ref because uh, I I love to watch that movie every year for Christmas and I <laughs> haven't watched it the last at least last year. Aww. But I watched it this year. I I had decided that I was going to have a Christmassy Christmas. So Good. I've already watched uh, Christmas Vacation twice randomly at different times um, with my in-laws, and I watched uh, Home Alone on Saturday. Uh, yep. yep. And uh, so I've watched a bunch of movies. We watched The Ref uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the woman that plays his mother is yeah. still alive, oh, and she's a hundred. Holy <laughs> cow! Yeah. <laughs> Glennis, Glennis, Glennis John. Oh wow, she's from South Africa. Oh, South Africa. Are you going to freeze South Africa? Um, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's like you and I for years. Boston, Chris, and I for years. We'll just every once in a while just go. Where's Gussie? Where's Gussie? It's the drunk guy. Who I believe also made an appearance in an episode of The Sopranos. <laughs> so he's uh, and he's in there. And, he was uh, in the Godfather movies. Jesus, was I really? never knew that. Yeah, oh, Lord. Um, yeah. So he goes when he calls the house. He goes, "Where's Gussie? Where's Gussie? Who gives a shit? Where's <laughs> Gussie?" So yeah, that's a uh, that's a that's a that's a great movie. I mean, that's that's one of those on the list of movies <sighs> yeah. I love, and I'm so glad that you watched that. Have you made your wife watch it? We watched it together and she loves it. Like she nice. You know, and, and it has one of the best lines in the history of film in it. Um and it's a Christmas movie, so it's better, but uh when the the mother just won't stop talking and Kevin Spacey's in the middle of yelling and you of course remember what he says, right? He just mother- turns and very very softly and nicely says, You know what I'm gonna get you for next Christmas, mom? A big wooden cross. And that way, every time you feel sorry for all of the sacrifices you've made for us, you can climb up there and nail yourself to it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, actually, not... he, 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 before he said that, I think he said, he, he turned and said, is it possible for you to shut the fuck up for two seconds? I remember that. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I think since 1994 or 1995, whenever I saw this movie, I have used that line of buying a big wooden cross for my mother every year. Like we're talking 30, almost 30 years. I've been saying, I'm going to buy you a big wooden cross. So the you know, Keith, time... I think you need to nut up or shut up. I think you just need to buy it one of these years. Every, every time. Every time you feel, what's he say? The sacrifices. Oh, I, oh the, the exact line. It's I don't know. so good. It's so good. It's so good. Slipper socks, medium. <laughs> yeah, no. This is definitely. This is definitely a. Uh, when he goes, I've known loan sharks. Like, <laughs> we're more forgiving. Yeah, more forgiving. I mean, the ref really does have. Um, your husband ain't dead lady he's, he's hiding. hiding yeah like there's so many good lines in that movie um oh jk simmons is in that that's right he plays the uh colonel well and blackmailed he, by the sun i was just looking at that that was his uh his first movie which that i find like movie? super hard to believe that is funny really? yeah yeah long before he did uh what was the movie on um oz <laughs> before he was in oz uh I like when he goes, I, I don't know why, but every once in a while, I'll just shout out, like, it's 18th century French Huguenots. <laughs> like, just for some random reason, I'll shout that out. Yep. So, yeah, that's a very quotable movie for, I feel like, for us, you know? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, 
kind of makes you wonder if uh, instead of Dennis Leary, if it, it was given to uh, Bill Hicks, Chris, like how, how would that movie have been if Bill Hicks <laughs> started instead? <laughs> oh, wow. That's uh, yeah. That's a thought, right? I don't know if I could see Hicks like really acting though. No. Yeah. He's too deadpan. Yeah. Ted Demi directed that. The great Ted Demi, RIP. So he did Monument Ave too. Isn't that the one that was filmed in Malden? It was. Wow. Was that the Tim Robbins one where they, they had neighbors turned them in to make them like terrorists? No. No, that's, that was Arlington, uh, Arlington Road. Road. Arlington Road. That's that is movie. actually a very underrated movie. That's a very yes. underrated movie. Yeah. With I really oh, like that movie. It's Jeff Bridges is Jeff Bridges is the guy. Yeah. Tim Robbins. Yeah, no, I, I own that on DVD somewhere. Not that DVDs are a thing anymore. Mm. Like, it's a great movie, I, though. I, I have the ref on DVD, and I don't know where my i had a stack of christmas dvds and i don't know where they are so i just i rented it like i bought it or i rented it on whatever streaming service i paid like 3.99 to watch a movie i've owned for 25 years that's really good that's really that's how they make all their money guys yep it's the it's the biggest it's the biggest ponzi scheme of them all um all right i'm gonna go just rebuying all your music from the last 35 years and listening to that in the background. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I know it is. All right, so I'm going to go here, and I'm going to say not the Santa Claus, just Santa Claus. Do you guys remember this from 1985? Santa Claus the movie. Yes. With, with, with the, the big Dudley Lebowski Moore. is Santa Claus. That's right. Yes, was, that's right. The real Lebowski. I yep. saw that in the movie theater. David is Huddleston. That the, is that the Dudley Moore one? Yep, Dudley yeah, Moore. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good Dudley call. Moore. Yeah. John, John Lithgow, Burgess Meredith yeah. is in it for like three seconds. <laughs> like, that fish. Yeah, he doesn't say that, although he should. He should. <laughs> but no, uh, that, that, pre- that predated that, be, that movie. That could be considered a Christmas movie. At the end, it takes place that, at Christmas. Keith, that was a great, that's a good pull. I, I re- much my, respect for that choice. Honestly, that's my favorite Christmas movie. I love that Christmas movie because it's got the... It's got the kind of the goofy storyline with the with the niece and the homeless kid, but it's cool because that comes back to play afterwards. And then all I remember when I was growing up watching that is like that scene where Dudley Moore comes up with the machine and like the machine makes like two good toys and then the machine starts going like made in America and it's just everything is all made like shit and it's just like it all falls apart. But um I love that I love that friggin' movie and it's so funny when when Big Lebowski came out and I saw Le- Mr. Lebowski and I was like, "Holy shit, that's the guy that played Santa Claus!" <laughs> like that guy's the balls. So I do love that movie. I love like John Lithgow. John Lithgow is so over the top in that as like the uh, the evil corporate guy, and then the end when he starts eating all the friggin' magical uh, candy canes and starts flying away out like to out of space. Like I love that movie. Ah. <laughs> And I don't even know if anybody, I don't even know if you can even see it anywhere. That's why you need physical media. I, mean, I know, sure right? You can see it somewhere. Well, I think it's on, I'm looking on the IMDb <laughs> and it says it's on AMC Plus. With subscri- oh, you can rent it or buy it on Amazon Prime. So, But Santa Claus the movie. So don't put an E at the end of Claus and you'll find it. Or just look up mm-hmm. Dudley Moore and Dave Hiddleston. I mean, Dudley Moore. Can we talk about Dudley Moore? Like, that guy's amazing. R.I.P. <laughs> this is not the Arthur two on the rocks, Chris. Yes. On the rocks. Where it used to be when we'd hang out and we'd see us heroes and say, "Hello, chaps." 
I got myself a little bit of bourbon here. <laughs> you know, you keep saying R.I.P. all these people, and I was like, yeah, they did die, didn't they? And then I look. I know every time he says like, that, like they, they died. Two thousand and two, well, like they've all been dead for twenty five years. Yeah. Hey, listen, listen. Not everybody's Andre Brower. We can't just have recent uh, passings. We oh, have to talk about that. Is that way too soon, man. Too David Halston died in two thousand sixteen, though. Yeah, I mean, that's he, unfortunate. He was, that's kind of some of a recent, you know. You know, he may have okay. died knowing he lasted a while. He at least he died knowing, probably not knowing that uh, Trump became president. So that's always good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mr. Lebowski, that's right. He is the big Lebowski. No, uh, he's in the Arkers theme from Christopher Cross. <laughs> he's in um, Blazing Saddles. <laughs> that guy's the best. So, oh all right. So God. back to you, La La Land. Another, give me another movie that's on your list. You know, it's a brand new one, but I love it. The Holdovers. If you haven't seen it, go watch it in theaters now. I don't. I don't think I saw. Is it really out in theaters now? Uh, wait. Yeah, full yeah, disclosure. Is this one of your movies? Yeah, no, it's not one of my movies. It's one of my wife's movies. Okay. But I loved it. Oh, I saw. Oh, it, like, I saw... Okay. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Now look. I. I was thinking. I could go to the well. I was like, oh, we did Krampus. We did Violent Night. But like, oh, eh, that's that I'm... weird one that I saw the trailer for. Which it's Art Pagliamatti. It's Pagliamatti. It takes 1970. He's a. He's a crotchety old school professor that's get left with the kids that uh, don't get picked up from boarding school and you know they're the holdovers it's it's a good coming of age catcher in the ride type story i i really liked it a lot all right you, just you, let me know where i can watch that online you got you can't oh it's probably on the well that's good so he said a movie no one will ever see uh that's good um, bruce willis told me that movie was actually pretty good <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wait, what was what was the um what was the Mel Gibson one? I haven't seen that one yet. The uh, Fat Man. I want to watch that where he plays Santa Claus. Uh, oh what? Can you pick any more bizarre fucking movies? <laughs> Wait, Mel, <laughs> Mel Gibson movie? played Mel Santa Gibson Claus? played an ass kicking Santa Claus a couple of years ago. It was called Have Fat you seen Man. This movie? Oh, it's it was called... Fat. Wait, twenty twenty. What is this movie? Here's a Wait, movie. It was twenty twenty. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait. Here's a movie. It's a Godzilla Christmas movie where Godzilla tears apart <laughs> the North Pole. Watch it. Check it out. You can watch it on uh, BritBox. Dude, I am 100%. What, dude, Walton Goggins is in it? I'm 100% yeah, right? watching I mean... this movie. <laughs> All right. uh, wait, and and did you say was Violent Night you or was it? Uh... Yeah, Violent Night was us. Uh, I, yeah, I wanted to... to watch it last year and I didn't get around to it. I'm definitely going to watch it this year. Oh, it's back in the theaters. Well, it's on... Peacock, I know, I but they put violent. They put violent night back in the theaters. So yeah, violent night, probably. We, I know it's somewhere. We were we were concerned last year. Uh, Brian and I were concerned last year bringing Chase to that because we were like, well, he's fourteen, but he had just turned fourteen, and we weren't really sure if he was going to be like, you know, fourteen-year-olds cool. are like twenty-five-year-olds right now. No, not no, no. Fourteen-year-olds <laughs> are like seven-year-olds right now. <laughs> like oh, they're, okay. they're a little bit on the, uh, you know, COVID really did a number on them. But uh, yeah, uh, Chris, hold on when we watched uh, New Nightmare in a theater. Not New uh, Nightmare. We, it was that Freddy's we were, Dead? We, we were, were different. Twelve. We yeah, were very yeah, different. Come on. I, actually, I was twelve. You were eleven. But, oh, pull on that card. Hold on. Um, <laughs> but re re regardless, when we went to see the movie, irregardless, irregardless. <laughs> It's like Violent Night's one of Chase's favorite movies. Like he loves that friggin' movie. As he it laughed, should be. He laughed his friggin' ass off, as as we all did watching that. And then when we went and saw Cocaine Bear, it was the same exact thing. We were like, this movie is ridiculous. So yes, much much love and respect to uh Violent Night. Uh Chris, what about Boston Chris? What about you? you got uh, okay. 
Yeah, so, you know what? I realized I made my top five, and they're kind of really boring. I mean, other than the ref, they're kind of obvious. <laughs> okay. Love, actually, I mean, Batman 2, Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> so, you know what? It's funny. You mentioned Batman 2. I never, I kind of forgot about that, and I just saw something online that was talking about how, like, Batman, Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. Yep. But we yeah. hadn't talked about that, so I kind of no. forgot all about it. Well, it's because it's one of those where I... Yeah, it's a weird genre where it's like it fits into both categories, you know, of a superhero slash uh, Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know what's a yeah. you know what's a holiday movie? Thanksgiving. I just want to say is Dutch. Remember Dutch? With oh, yeah. I, I was wondering if that was a Christmas movie. The back of my head because I haven't seen that in ages. And like, I wonder if I should pull that. Speaking of Thanksgiving movies, I <laughs> just saw something today that maybe that made me so livid that I have to bring it up. They're going to re- trains, trains and automobiles. Yes. And have you heard about the remake? Wait, what? Oh God. Is it going to be like Kevin Hart and the rock? Close. <laughs> you got one of them, right? It's Kevin Hart and Will Smith. And I know. Yes. And I went, I said, what the fuck? I mean, it's, and it's got nothing to do with it. it it's got nothing to do with, uh, all right, I'll just say it. It's got nothing to do with the fact that it's like two black actors. It's got nothing to do with that. It's how do you replace, how do you recast Steve Martin and John Candy in one of the best, best freaking like non teenager John Hughes movies? Like it's just, it's the best John Hughes movie that doesn't involve teenagers, I feel. And, it's and let me guess, crazy. Kate McKinnon is going to play the Edie McClurg character at the, at the desk. <laughs> For the uh, rental, you know car. what? I don't think I don't think I think the only two that have been cast are Kevin Hart and Will Smith. But um, I would be willing to bet you a shiny nickel that uh, that's going to be the case. Oh, hold on, the insider Ed has something here. I no, think. no, I was going to say, cover your ears, dude. How how fucked is Hollywood that I just literally pulled the name out of the air and it was one of the guys? Yeah, like that just goes you to show like I could run Hollywood. Like it's so freaking formulaic. I was like, they sort of already remade it. It was called Due Date with Robert Downey Jr. Mm. and uh, yeah. Zach Galifianakis. It was the same exact. It wasn't it didn't take place at Thanksgiving, but it's the same exact movie. Yeah, I mean, the premise is not completely out of control. The thing I love, not to go on another tangent, but the thing I love about Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is that if he had just rented a car when they landed in what, like, what was it, Topeka, Kansas? Yeah, he would have been, been there. Home, like he would have been hours. home in like if that. I mean, it's. <laughs> You could drive from here to Chicago in 12. It's not that far. Like, ugh, Well, and what I don't understand, too, when he goes to get his car, his mm-hmm. car is not there. So he mm-hmm. can't rent a car. That's but right. what about the literal 100,000 other cars that are there? Yep. Like, yeah, I understand people maybe have rented them. But, like, what are all those cars? Well, that's why Edie McClurg is like when she says you're fucked. I mean, yeah, it's great for comedic value because she's like, I threw it away. But. It's the worst because you're absolutely right. It just it's such a major plot hole that first of all, the whole movie is a plot. Like it's plot yeah. holes. Like yeah. he would no one would ever end up with Del Griffith. I mean <laughs> I just can't imagine. You know Kevin Hart's gonna play the role of Del Griffith, and it's gonna irritate me because I don't wanna see Del Griffith I don't wanna see Kevin Hart give that emotional speech where I, I like I like me. <laughs> <laughs> They won't. It'll be completely different. Yeah. I'm just waiting for them to remake Clue. I feel like that would be great. 
I think I the last like they were talking about that. I can't remember who was. They that. should remake it with a bunch of like younger comedian people that are funny and just the, have it be like the really only funny. one. Yeah, the only one that I remember hearing that was like interested in doing it was like Ryan Reynolds was interested in being one of the characters, and I was he'd like, you know a, what? He'd make a good yeah butler. He, he mm. he would make a good butler. I was thinking he'd be a great uh, Mr. Green. <laughs> Although that actually, you know what? I, out of anybody, I could see that. You know what would be awesome is if they got Michael McKeon to play Mr. Body. That <laughs> like, would be good. That, that would, would be, be good. Well, not Mr. Body, like the fake Mr. Body. Not Speaking of Michael McKeon, yeah. did you guys hear uh, Rob Reiner is going to do a sequel to Spinal Tap? I heard something about I did, that. Yeah. 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 Good movie before that... they died. No, I, I, feel, I feel like if they did a remake of Clue, they would need to get some sort of like lead singer of some punk band to be. The, the leaving character, the original, you know, the Mr. Body, quote unquote. Well, character. yeah, you, yeah, but I would say, like, if not, have it be, uh, oh, that would be true, yeah, because he was a, he was a punk band, right? Just have he it be Flea. Singer. It could be <laughs> Flea, actually. Flea wouldn't be terrible. I would, uh, but like, who's like the perfect eccentric, like, person to play, um, to play Wadsworth? Like, that's, that's what I would want to see is who's going to play Wadsworth. That's the key. Yeah. You right. know, I mean, God. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that movie, that original movie, so good. Anyway, I mean, it's just such a freaking good movie. God, oh. <laughs> oh. flames on the side of my face, heaving, heaving breaths. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and sleep with my wife. That's right. What do you? <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, Chris, you you had um. So wait, what was the last movie you said? I forget. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> uh, I didn't. I think Chris, actually, yeah, Chris didn't come no. up with one yet. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to say National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation because right, that's a good, that's, yeah, a good that, that's a solid choice. It's, that's I mean, it's got to be up there and mm-hmm. that's, that's what's one that I'll watch every year. So, um, okay. I'll move this along quickly. My next pick is probably Scrooged. Good, good pick. I think the second best adaptation of, uh, A Christmas Carol, the first being the Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> Also, with, a good pick with with Michael Caine. Um, but I think that Scrooge is probably it's one of my favorite holiday movies of all time, anyway. Um, so it's up there. It's up there. It's probably it, and it probably is right underneath the Santa Claus. So yeah. Um. All right. Rapid fire, Chris. Give me like two more. Um. Love Actually has got to be up there, right? I mean, everyone watches that one on the holidays. Yeah, but is that Love- one of your favorites? I've never it's seen okay. that movie. You've never seen Love Actually? No. I mean, Gremlins is up there. Okay. I'm surprised no one has mentioned. Um, no one's. No one's mentioned Home Alone. That's on my list. Yeah, um, like Home Alone is probably up there as a Christmas movie. I mean, like, like if you ask me about, like, I'm gonna go with the weird shit. I'm always gonna go with the weird. Home Home Alone for me is Home Alone's good, but the thing that kind of ruins Home Alone. Believe it or not, is Home Alone two, <laughs> like uh, Home Alone three. I think you mean. <laughs> well, but Home Alone two because Home Alone two is just so ridiculous. But Home Alone's good. Home Alone is a good movie. Although the streets are numbered. <laughs> the streets. Are All right. So there's one. There's a okay. There's a horror. There's Jack Frost. There was two different oh, yeah. Jack Frost that came out. The Michael Keaton family one, <laughs> and there, there was a low budget one. horror one. Where a serial killer becomes a snowman. That yes. movie's amazing. Watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's a good movie. 
Yeah. Um, I actually have seen that. I don't know. I think I watched that. Probably watched it with me. No, no. You know what? I think I watched it. I think we put it on when I worked at West Coast Video when I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> I think we put it on like we were working around Christmas and the, the manager I was with was kind of a cool manager. So he was like, oh, we could put this in. Yeah, you're ready to put like, a porno. Okay. Go behind the beads. No, we couldn't. <laughs> that was the problem is we couldn't. I've told you this before. We couldn't. We couldn't check the pornos in the move in the place because the only vcr we had was connected to all the tvs around the <laughs> around the building so we couldn't check them so when people you know nothing in, of quality control sir well this is this is back in the day of vhs as we know and so when the people would come in and say the vhs tape didn't work we would just put it in a drawer and check it later but uh anyway um all right boston chris give me give me a couple of them on your list um it's been a while since i've seen this movie but the holiday is a great movie. Okay. With um is that Queen Latifah. Queef Latina. <laughs> um no, it's um who's I in think it? that's it's, last um, I think it's last holiday. Is it the one Kate Winslet? Cameron yeah, and, and Jack oh. Black is in it. Oh well, yeah, like, yeah. Like the house swap? Julie yeah. Okay, it's yeah. It's a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Never I seen feel it. like I remember the I trailer. Mean, I haven't seen Love Actually. I feel like I like this movie better than that already. Mm. Um Gremlins, we mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Elf is an obvious one, obviously. Mm. Um, a terrible Christmas movie that I kind of like a little bit is uh, Mixed Nuts. I haven't mm-hmm. seen that one in a couple of years, but I do yep. remember like watching that and really liking that movie. That's one of the ones that used to be in the rotation every Christmas. Yep. Um, a terrible movie that I kind of like is the... Uh, what's the one that Ben Affleck's in with um, Tony Soprano? Is it... It's not. Oh, so, it's when I get laid Christmas. off. Is that four Christmases? No, that's no. no, that's the one with um, surviving. No, is it surviving Christmas? No, I think it might be surviving Christmas. It is surviving Christmas. Yeah, that's a bad movie. But Catherine O'Hara is in it too. So like, she's married to like James Gandolfini. It's kind of funny, but uh, that's a bad movie. That's the one where he goes. He's like a millionaire, but he's like alone. He doesn't, you know, he he doesn't have anybody in his life. So Ben Affleck goes. Oh, isn't back. he like an agent or something? Or no, oh, he's like a record producer or something, right? No, that's that you're thinking of is just friends with Ryan Reynolds, mm. but it's similar. Maybe he is an agent. No, he's just. I think he's just like a business person. But what he does is he goes back to it. He goes back to his childhood home, which is like James Gandolfini lives in now. And he, like, rents the house, like, in the family for, like, the Christmas holiday and, like, wants them to basically give him, like, the holiday he never had growing yeah. up as a kid. Or It's so bad, but it's kind of cool because it's, like, there's one point in the movie where <laughs> it's one point where James Gandolfini <laughs> dips into Tony Soprano because it's, like, it's right at the height of the Sopranos. And it's he did that in another movie. He did that in The Last Castle, which is a great movie. If anybody's That's a good movie. Got, that's a fantastic movie, and he's he's so subdued as like the, the lieutenant colonel or whatever in that movie. And then there's like the point where he he just this one point where he dips into his Tony Soprano, and it's just so awesome. And it's the same thing in Surviving Christmas. <laughs> oh, I love it. But uh, yeah, no, that's a bad movie. But I I kind of secretly like that. So um, so nobody here has any love for my main man Ernest. I mean, <laughs> dude saved Christmas. Ernest saves Christmas. Never saw it, man. Ernest saves Christmas is actually like, it's one of the only two I've ever seen. I've seen Ernest saves Christmas and Ernest goes to jail, and that's it. Was Ernest goes to jail the one we all saw in the theater together as kids? Like we were probably like eight. 
I think that's that. the only time I ever saw it, too. Yeah. And yeah. I'll tell you right now, both of those movies are garbage. <laughs> but Ernest Saves Christmas oh, yeah. is less than garbage. <laughs> like, it's not... It's or it's better than garbage. It's a little bit better than garbage. Look at it. No, Ernest goes to camp. That's for sure. I never saw that. I cannot talk oh about God. them. Uh, Do you guys ever see the night before the one with like Seth Seth Rogen? Yeah, that's and, uh, that's that's a yeah. solid Hanukkah yeah, film. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'm trying to think any other trading places that eh, takes place during Christmas. I don't know if that's there's that one scene where. Dan Aykroyd's dressed up as Santa, and he. Yeah, I know. I don't really consider that a Christmas. Movie. I like that part though when he puts the salmon in his in the dirty Santa outfit, and then he's eating it on the subway. That's a good. <laughs> that's a good scene. Jamie Lee but... Curtis just shows her breasts for no reason at all in that movie. <laughs> sure. It's... Well, hey. No reason. It's just you know I mean, you, you couldn't be a PG movie in 1982 or whatever unless you showed some 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 uh, titties. Some some skin. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I that, thought... to be fair, that's a good Christmas gift. I mean, I don't know why Jamie Lee Curtis had to show her boobs in Christmas with the Cranks, but I mean, you know, the... <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> she was under contract. <laughs> she was like 60 when she made that movie, but she didn't. Yeah. So, um, Yeah, I mean, in Violent Night, I think, to wrap it up, Violent Night, I think is great. It's probably on there, you know. Um, Did you guys see, um, what was it? Was it TJ it Miller, Office Christmas Party? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, the Jennifer Aniston one. Yeah, at its moment. I forget who was in it. I saw it on like TV though, so it was like you know. Oh yeah, that's no fun. I just remember sound. Sam Richardson was in it. And yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Oh. Oh no, that's not really a Christmas movie. What's that one? Werewolves Within, or that he's in. Um, Sam Richardson's in. Yeah, and so's the girl. That's the uh, AT and T girl. And uh, it's like it's, oh, it's like a yeah. It's a it's a I think it's I think it's it's a winter movie, but I think it's because it takes place on like. Alaska or something, but uh, it's called like uh, Werewolves Within. I think that's a great movie. Check that out, you guys. It's Werewolves probably... Within is what it's called. Yeah, Werewolves. Never heard of it. Bar Mitzvah. No, it's really good. Bar Mitzvah. It's the one that really I want to see, I haven't seen yet. It's uh, Eight Bit Christmas. That I was like, oh yeah, or... yeah. I heard that was good. That came out a year or two ago. And I know, well, like, what, um, what was it called? Eight Bit Christmas. Christmas. About a bunch of kids in the '80s that want to get a Nintendo for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Epic. Oh, I did watch yeah, that, it, I think, when it came out. Is that good? I don't remember. <laughs> but it's um, not. Then it's not good. I know uh, no, I, I, I watch I, I watch a lot of content, so it's it's yeah. tough to remember. There's um we didn't say bad Santa. Bad Santa's I haven't bad. seen that one in a long time. Yeah. I mean it's yeah, it had its know, it had its moment. It's funnier yeah. than than some movies, certainly. Yeah. Um and that I mean I think that's kinda I'd say that's kind of it. We kind of went through a lot of the, you know, the classic ones and then the ones like It's a Wonderful Life, which I know it's a classic, but that's kind of a gimme. People talk about that. I do watch it every year, though. I do. Never I seen do. it. you never seen It's a Wonderful Life? Every year I say I'm going to watch it. And every year I just I actually it. it's within so, the last 10 years that I actually saw it for the first time, like in it, like completely. And ever since then, it's been like I I record it actually to like make sure that I don't miss it because yeah, it's just it's I don't know it's Jimmy's I'm gonna story. watch it this year. I'm gonna yeah. The seg- segue into the next conversation. My favorite Christmas ever when I was a kid was waking up early with my brother. We went downstairs early, uh, way before my parents woke up, and we had nothing to do. We didn't want to open the presents, so we turned on the TV and watched It's a Wonderful Life together. And when that ended, my parents woke up, 
No. And that was probably the last year I ever had a good relationship with my brother. So there you go. I was gonna say, was, it, was that the uh, the only good experience you can? The remember? only good experience I had with them growing up. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I we uh, my we tell this story. We Chase loves the story. I talk about. Uh, um, I don't know if you guys remember my auntie Lucy. Do you remember my auntie Lucy? Oh, yeah. she was, so my my we always tell the story of like she would sleep over our house on Christmas Eve every year, and Brian and I would get up. And he was really cool because even though he was four years older than me, he still was like, oh, I think Santa came. You know, like he would still do that. And we'd wake up and we would sneak. And now you guys remember how my parents' house was set up. My parents' bedroom was at the top of the stairs. My bedroom was right next to theirs. So Brian and I would crawl on our hands and knees out like out our door and down the stairs because we didn't want to wake up our parents. And then we would get downstairs and we'd go look at the toys that Santa brought, you know. And my auntie Lucy was always on like sleeping on the couch and she would get up and she would let us like open up the gifts, like remove the tape real gingerly and like, <laughs> to see what they were. That's, that's great. And then she would always say that she would be, I go, auntie, did Santa come? And she'd be like, Oh yeah, we sat down. She's like, we kissed. It was so nice. Like she made me think that like Santa was like her, her, you know, my great aunt was a trollop and she was sleeping yeah. with Santa Claus or whatever. But, <laughs> And then we'd go back and then we'd crawl back up the stairs and go back into the bedroom. And then I was telling my telling my nephew this the other day. And I was like, you know what the funny thing is, is if my father, my father, who always slept on the side of the bed that was facing the door, if my father had woken up and seen the two of us walking down the stairs, you know what he would have done? He would have turned around and went back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> my didn't give a Wait, did you ever tell your mom this story? Like, what was her reaction? You did what? You did that, you little sneaks. I always knew you guys would look. I couldn't hide <laughs> anything in this house. Anywhere in this house. It was always you guys would find everything I got. It was so hard to keep the idea that Santa was alive. <laughs> For, for those of you who don't like, know Mom, Keith's mom, like, this is unbelievably perfect. <laughs> you 22, little, Ma, I know Santa's not real. You little sneak. Well, that's like the last, so the last few years for Christmas, my mother's like, you know, I, I'm 44 years old. I don't really need Christmas gifts. I have a job. I make money. I can buy my own Legos, basically. And my mother's like, what do you want for Christmas? And she always gets me socks and underwear, so... I always go, I don't, I don't know, mom. I go, just, I guess just buy a Lego for me. Like, get me like an ex, a semi-expensive Lego. And so my mother will always go, all right, you go get it and I'll just give you the money for it. So I always do it. And I always go out like right after Thanksgiving, basically. Like I go out like the first weekend of December and I go buy like the Lego or whatever. It never fails. My mother still will go. All right, well, you know, and that's all you're getting. You're not getting anything else on Christmas, just so you know. I don't want you to come over here. And and then on Christmas, around Christmas, whenever we go to my mother's house and we exchange gifts or whatever, she gives me, like, the little bag with the socks and the underwear. And it's usually, like, some other stupid bullshit that she puts in the bag. And then she goes, and then she hands my brother stuff and she hands my sister stuff. And she turns and looks at me in front of everybody and goes, you know, then you don't forget you got that Lego. So that's it. You're not getting any else. It's like, I go, mom, I, I'm aware of that. I go, you're a lunatic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> enough about me. Again, we're in Keith's therapy, Chris. Yeah, right. Uh, no, that's what we're here for. I, I don't understand why you're even sitting up. You should be lying down against the couch. <laughs> anyway. All right, uh, Chris, what about you? What about you, Boston, Chris? Do you have any great Christmas memories Anything that strikes your fancy? 
Uh, you know, like specifically a specific Christmas, I really no. honestly don't think I do. No, but you can um, have like, you know, it could even be current. Like, did your, you know, last year, did your wife do something special for you? I mean, I just like growing up, I always, <laughs> she, you know, it was always like big Christmases for change. at, uh, you know, yeah. at my grandparents' Grammy house. Charles, yeah. yeah, well, your grandparents. Yeah, yep. it was like the whole front room was, I mean, yeah. I, I, I wish that they took pictures of these trees back then because it yeah. was like the whole room was full. Your dad's like one of 45. Like he's yeah, one of 45 kids is like, you know, 718 cousins. <laughs> um, 6,000 grandchildren. Something like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, um, you know, it just, um, I always had really, really good memories of, of Christmas, you know, with, Was there with, a, with the whole family. And... Is there a particular, uh, I'll just say for toy and or other object that you got that was like, Oh my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever had. And, you know, I mean, and it could be something as simple as like when I got my Nintendo or whatever, you know what I mean? I'll just say when I was, when I was like 32, my in-laws gave me a Red Rider BB gun. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I kind of want one now. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, so that, that, that was good. Um, hey. That no, I mean, I, I remember being like, um, I, I feel like it was like Christmas of 80, like six or something yeah. when we got our first computer, we got an mm -hmm. Apple IIc mm -hmm. and I just remember that being like super cool. Like, cause like, I don't think I got like, I mean, other than a Nintendo yeah. that my parents like bought me when I was a little kid, like when I was mm -hmm. whatever, nine, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't like the old, all the other consoles I own, I got like on my own. So I think like the yeah. Nintendo, I don't even know if I got the Nintendo for a Christmas. I think it might've been even for my birthday. Mm. So like, you know, that big gift, like, I don't really remember, you know, like a big gift, you know, that was mm. like, I mean, I do remember getting the computer and being like super stoked. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think as well. Like I know, I think we got Nintendo for Christmas. It was it would have been my brother who probably got Nintendo, but I'm trying to think if I can I don't know if I had. I don't think I had like an I don't think I ever got a Nintendo. I think honestly like I I know my worst gift which is and it's because it was something I really 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 wanted. And what it was um <laughs> I wanted this friggin' Inspector Gadget like action figure and it came with like all the attachments that you could get for him to have the uh helicopter him to have the like stretchy arms and him to have like the the spring legs and all and it was i opened it up on christmas i mean i wanted this and i wrote to santa i was like i asked santa at the meadow glen mall in medford i was like can i please have the inspector gadget figure and and my mother got it for me and the only reason I remember is because it was like the year that Toys R Us had opened up in Revere. <laughs> like it was like the first time my mother had gone to that <laughs> Toys R Us. And she got me the Inspector Gadget from Santa. I open hmm. it up, I open the package, and it fucking breaks immediately. Like immediately. Oh. And I remember going into my mother, like the kitchen, going, it broke. And my mother was like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, we'll, we'll, send this back to santa like she was trying not to be you know an asshole and um or trying not to fly off the handle yes this is it chris just found it for me that's it this thing was a piece of shit 
It was Obviously, terrible. I mean, it's only worth $98 now on eBay. We And it's from fucking 1983. Um, so, well, this is also, also five years ago. Yeah. But like, With inflation, right. that's probably at least $700 now. So oh, yeah, my exactly. Mo- so my mother went, she went to, she went back. Actually, she may not even have, she might have gotten this a child world. <laughs> even better. So she the went The GoBots of Toys R Us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> How she went dare ba- you shit on the GoBots? She went, she went back, she got me a new one, brought it home, I took it out of the box, two <laughs> seconds it. later, broke. <laughs> That's amazing. It was like the first time, like, the helicopter thing broke, and then the second time was like, his spring legs broke, and I went, Mom, it broke again, and oh, fuck it, Jesus Christ, alright, forget it, you're not getting another one. And I was like, okay. And I was really disappointed. I was like, re- it was like the one toy I really wanted. And she freaking broke twice. You're not getting another one. You're not getting another one. Santa <laughs> doesn't like y'all that much. Oh, so Jesus. Yeah. Oh, this thing was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Eight magic action features, 20 moving parts. <laughs> All of them broke. Galoob. <laughs> oh, dear. I should sue Galoob. Galoob. Ruining my childhood. Yeah, Inspector Gadget. Oh, God, that's so funny. Chris is also on target oh with goodness. all this shit. But that, Chris, all right, LA Chris, anything that you can remember, <laughs> good or bad? Uh, you know, it's so funny because, like, gift wise, like, I don't remember, like, the big gifts as a kid, like, which ones were, like, Christmas gifts or which one were birthday gifts because it was so long ago. Like, the, me and my two brothers, like, we got a Nintendo at some point. I couldn't tell you when it was. Uh, we got the mask. Boulder Hill oh, like yeah. playset. That thing was awesome. I couldn't tell you Mask. when we got that. Oh. Uh, we had the Voltron and the Voltron Castle. I'm pretty sure that was a Christmas gift. But I, oh. again, I don't know if that was for me or for my brothers. It was, it's everything's like a blur. Well, Boulder Hill is worth a lot more than Inspector Gadget. I'll tell you that much. I'm sure oh, it is. God, I wish, that was so fun to play with. I wish I still had that. That's I still a, wish that's I had the TV. original Voltron. That's a TV show. I wish that they would put on some kind of streaming service. That cartoon. Yeah, that's that's a lost awesome. gem. Yeah, not um, all about that show. Yeah, even the theme. But song. It's on. It's only two seasons. It's on Tubi. Oh, it is. And, oh, okay. and Pluto nice. TV. Oh, oh, and Hulu. It looks like too. Yeah. I think the worst gift I ever got was like, well, my brother gave me a shake weight one year. Uh, <laughs> Wait. I gave him. I gave him in return. Charmin had. Like a jumbo roll that was probably like the size of your arm spread. So like I, I gave that to him one year for Christmas. Oh my uh, god! My mother one year she bought me like you know back when she would still try to buy clothes for me. Um, she used to, and this was when I was dating my ex-wife. I think we were dating. We might have been engaged. I forget when. Um, it was the last year I told my mother not to buy me. She bought me like a bunch of polos that had like stretchy, like. At the bottom, they were like stretchy bands at the bottom, so like it was and and stretchy God arms, yeah. And then she bought me, she bought me, we called them, we called them j- j- jackies or jankies. I forget if we called them jankies or jackies, they were jean colored khakis. Oh, they had like Genko jeans. Did you have those? <laughs> I don't know. And they were like, and she got them at like Kohl's, and I was like, and Emily, Emily wouldn't stop laughing. She's like, I saw you pull those out of the bag, and your face just went. Ugh. And and then I saw you quickly put them in the bag again, so that it, like my mother didn't see my face. And she goes, "Those are like the kind of pants my grandfather would wear." And I was like, 
I'm like 30 something years old. <laughs> like I'm not ready for these yet. So I told, I said to my mother, I go, yeah, I think I'm going to return those co- things to Coles. And <laughs> oh, you don't like them? I was like, Neh. they're all right, ma. And I said, you don't have to buy me clothes anymore. <laughs> so every year since then, she'll be like, you want a shirt or anything? No, nope, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I buy my own clothes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah, some funny Christmas gift ideas. Um, any ideas for songs? You guys like Christmas songs? Anything I, in particular? I, I've got quite a few Christmas songs would. that are my favorite. Yeah. Okay, um, let's go. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas, Yoko. No, that's not on my list. I, wow. I, I, I don't mind that song, but um, I think my favorite is Christmas Time by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, mm. which is a cover, but it's mm-hmm. their version is still my favorite. Um, I listen to that song every year, and I love that song. Um, kind of by extension, Christmas Time by the Smashing Pumpkins is another song that I just like absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, but if Christmas Time is my first, the my number two has would be Fairy Tale in New York, which you know, Shane McGowan dying recently was was pretty depressing. Yeah. But Fairy Tale in New York has always been like such a great song, and uh, hey, one that hey, I hey, like to listen to quite hey, a Chris. bit. Chris, yeah, R I P. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know, I, I had him on my Deadpool several years oh, ago for oh. several years, and oh, I really? took him off last year. Had he like, been well, like, had he been sick or something? Or no, like... he's just Shane McGowan, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, I had Paul Rubens on there five years ago, and I don't really oh. know why. I just what's what's that one you two sings like? Oh, it's I like... love that one. A babe, Which please come that? home. Huh. That's another one on my list. Uh, I love that one. It's Christmas. It's Christmas, baby. Please come home. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a great one. Yeah. Um, Let me sleep by Pearl Jam is one of my favorites. Let me sleep. Yeah, uh, it's one of their first. They they the the Ten Club, the Pearl Jam fan club, would put out um, Mm -hmm. a record every every Christmas, and Mm -hmm. they used to get to people by like the next June. (laughs) That was kind of the running (laughs) gag. It was like they would never get out on time. Uh, but one of the first ones was a song called "Let Me Sleep," and it's just—it mm. might have even been the first one. Um, I think it was. I think it was. It was ninety-one. Yeah. Um, such a great song. Um, okay. Do Do you have any Chris that you had lined up? Because I've got a couple more I could mention. Uh, I'm Boney M. Mary's Boy Child is a great tune. Boney M. Jesus Christ was born on oh, Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason I know that is because, again, another Carol story. My mother used to have this Avon tape. Uh, remember Avon? Uh, she used to have this <laughs> Avon Christmas tape that the best was the year that I I burned it onto a CD for my mother. And she was so happy. It was like it's so stupid. It had like Dolly Parton singing Winter Wonderland, Nat King Cole singing the first Noel, the Twelve Days of Christmas with John Denver and the Muppets, like <laughs> and Mary's Boy Child from Boney M is on there, as well as Feliz Navidad from uh Jose Feliciano. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's the only reason I know that. But go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Chris. Uh, we got to do Christmas and Hollis. Yep, that's a yep. good one. That's a good. Uh, anything one. Elvis, anything Elvis does. I mean, obviously, Blue Christmas is the big one, but all of his covers of Christmas carols are great. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yep. 
Um, uh, we talked about it earlier, but uh, the Dean Crosby and <laughs> David Bowie, uh, yep. Little Drummer Boy. I was going to say. M also does a great, great Little Drummer Boy, and also so does uh, Johnny Cash. I was going to say, anything that Dean Crosby does. Anything <laughs> Dean Crosby, I'm in. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with a bag of Valencia oranges next time I see you. <laughs> didn't, didn't Will Ferrell and... Um, and what's his name? John C. Riley. They recreated that exact same scene for uh, Little Drummer Boy. It's amazing. Oh mm. <sighs> All right, Chris, what else? Give us some real songs, Chris. Bur- Chris Boston, Chris. Excuse me. I don't want to say the last name. Uh, what, what do you mean real songs? Those are Chris, all real songs. Because Chris is just saying, like, he's looking at the top. He's looking at the top 50 Christmas songs and picking random ones. Who, me? No, him, the other one. Hey, no, I was going to say, every song I gave you was legit one of my yeah, favorite Yeah, every Christmas song songs. you gave me is a legit song that like, I know right. you listen to. Because, oh, um, my God, I gave you legit songs. <laughs> I also have... Pony uh, M. I, no I, way, I am insulted, but, sir. Yeah, you should, because there's no way you're listening to Pony M on friggin' Christmas Day, you asshole. <laughs> all right, all right, I got uh, more. You know what? Because I... like your mother, my mother got me into it, and it's a Christmas carol. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. Go ahead. Chris. Um I've got I Won't Be Home for Christmas by Blink 182. Ah, it's yes. another one that I've always yeah. listened to. Yeah. Uh The Corner Store on Christmas by Bowling for Soup is mm-hmm. is a good take on the 12 days of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um uh Local H has a couple of Christmas songs. Uh one of them is Disgruntled Christmas, which is a great song. And uh, another older one that I think is a little more well known is uh, "Do They Know It's Christmas" by Band Aid is is one. Ah, uh, yeah, really like. oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that'd yeah. be up there. Yeah, yeah. and oh, uh, I've got "Christmas Wrapping" by the Waitresses. That's another one that people kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, I remember you used to put that on that. Oh god, remember when you used to make the? All right, turn off Pony M. No one wants to listen to Pony M. <laughs> <laughs> turn off Pony M. You sounded like your fucking mother right there. Turn it off. <laughs> you stupid asshole. Pony M. No one's listening to fucking Boney M, Keithy. Jesus Christ. My mother's going to hear this episode and be like, why do you always make fun of me? I wasn't that bad of a mother. Um, years of therapy would would say otherwise. So she's going to find out that you were hanging out with uh, with, with your aunt down in the Christmas we morning. She she's made, making she's... out with Santa Claus. My aunt was a trollop. What do you want? You know, giving giving, um, giving Chris Kringle some handies down. Hey now, <laughs> giving Chris Kringle some some special uh, bony M. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean that was uh yeah no we uh, I mean I always liked the the twelve days of Christmas with the friggin Muppets John Denver and the Muppet. That's mm-hmm. like my favorite Christmas song because it's just so stupid and it always and it and I swear that's where. The bullshit game that Pete brings up all the time about the John Denver. They wanted to make a Muppet of John Denver. I think that's where it originated from was a discussion we had about. We had a discussion about that friggin' Christmas Carol song. Because I would swear that's how it came up. Because, again, remember, the instructions of the bullshit game is it has to be an organic. It has to be an organic conversation. It can't just be like, hey, did you guys ever hear that? uh, It's got to be organic. Uh, anyway, so uh, how, um, how about uh, how about the Twelve Days of Christmas by Bob and Doug McKenzie? Oh, nice, <laughs> nice, good pull, good pull. I'm wait- uh, yeah, very good. Pull. I'm waiting for you to bring up Alice's Restaurant, but I think that's a Thanksgiving song. That's right? a Thanksgiving song. If we were yeah. doing a Thanksgiving themed episode, it'd be all about that. But what I was gonna say is, I remember when we would have we'd be working the bingo at Malden Catholic, 
and you would have you would bring those mix CDs that was mm-hmm. <laughs> fest was like it was always mixed with like songs and then spoken like movie, word like by movie clips like uh no it wasn't even movie clips it was spoken word clips from henry rollins so we'd be listening to like four songs in a no, row and then it would be true. like a henry and then it would be like a henry rollins story about like that's not true. doing a show in cleveland or something that's not true <laughs> but i remember like you would put oh, what was the one that you had the waitress song there the rapping christmas you had that on there I don't and know if I did to tell you the I, truth. I I think I swear I think you did, and then I remember one time you put on that the the uh, Alice's restaurant, and I remember saying to myself, "I go, this song is like forty five minutes long." Dude, Why I don't you... think I would have played any of these songs <laughs> at Bingo. Are you sure you're not? You were you high? Uh, I mean, well, that's a possibility, but still, <laughs> um, my memory's like a trap. <laughs> sure. But uh, yeah. Um, so that's yeah. Oh, I think uh, Your memory is we... like Bruce Willis's memory. <laughs> oh, Bruce, Bruce, he Bruce remembers Willis. everything. He just can't communicate it. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce, oh, Willis just, Bruce Willis just told you that his memory is like a trap. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Willis just told me he has a great memory. Um, I we would be remiss if we did not mention um, the uh, Wings slash Paul McCartney. Uh, Christmas song there. Um, oh, that is a great one. Very happy, wonderful Christmas time. I just like it because That's of the goof, the goofy music behind, like the goofy <laughs> music is just very goofy. So, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, very good, excellent. Um, any other songs? Any other? Any other musical accompaniment that you have? Like yeah, oh, yeah. Boney M has like a whole bunch of. Oh yeah, tell us. <laughs> Boney M. Okay. Oh, I was gonna say, there's no love for the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh yeah, that's that's good. Good I, mention. Not that I like listening to it on its own, but anytime you see that done, when the there's always that one house in the neighborhood that does the light display to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Top notch. That's Christmas. Um, I had a, a a fellow podcaster of mine on the. Uh, you know, place to be nation and uh, north south occasionally. Uh, he, uh, Steve Riddle, he's seen them out in Vegas. Actually, he was, he lives in Vegas and he saw them out there, Trans Siberia. I think it was in Vegas. So, yeah, that's a, I didn't realize they still did a thing where they still toured, you know. Oh, they I was always just a fan played of last week, oh. I think, at like Mohegan Sun. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They, they, do they play the garden? Don't they play the garden every year? Um, I, it's possible. Yeah, usually right around Thanksgiving time, they gear up and they go out for like three weeks a year, and then they're done, and then Christmas is over. Jesus, Chris! Chris sent a video of friggin' Bruce Willis with one of his daughters. Stop it! The man is sick. <laughs> it is really sad when when because he just looks so confused. The man, the man is a only like sixty-two years old too. The like man that. is a blockbuster award winner. Leave him alone. Um, I don't know why I always heard there was like I for some reason that always sticks in my head that like the only oh I know why because it was when he did between two ferns and I think Zach Alphanakis made a point of saying that he was like the only thing he ever won was the uh, blockbuster award <laughs> Teen like, choice oh. award <laughs> it's like oh that's so awful <laughs> like poor Bruce Willis uh, is this just gonna be the Bruce Willis Christmas special the Bruce Willis special well I mean he is a you know he is a uh, what's it called? An, an, an American treasure. Yeah, Blockbuster Entertainment Award. He won. Uh, he won for Six Sense, 
Armageddon, uh, The Siege, and that's it. Moonlighting. He was nominated for Unbreakable, and he was nominated for The Jackal. Do you remember The Jackal? Oh, yeah. I, re- I remember Jack Black being like 22 years yeah. old in The Jackal. That's what, yeah, it was that weird phase where Jack Black was actually doing like semi-serious stuff. He was in that. He was an enemy of the state. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know that whole story, right? Like, he just wanted to be in a band and couldn't get the band off the ground, so he was just acting to, like, make money. Just acting. Yeah. And then he ended up becoming, like, a super popular actor, but that allowed him also to become a super popular musician because everybody knew who he was, so. That's awesome. Yeah. What is, like, he wasn't a child actor. Like, no, he he's, was been, in, like, he's been around a long time. He, he was, was in a like commercial. A... Like, he, yeah, he kind of was a child actor. Well, because you know, there's like that picture of him when he was like a kid, and it's he was in an episode of the Golden Palace. <laughs> Pete, that yeah, just popped. That just popped. Pete. <laughs> Pete loves he, the Golden Palace. He did a commercial for something famous as a kid. Yeah. Well, that's like remember when George Al- George George Alexander Jason Alexander was in the. Uh, the he was in for the McBLT. <laughs> Dude, he he did the commercial for Pitfall. That's it for he the was Atari for yes, the Atari twenty six hundred. Yeah, he was in Pitfall. That's right. <laughs> he, he played Skinhead in an episode of Life Goes On. He sure did. <laughs> Jack That's Black, amazing. I love Jack Black. I mean, and not just for not for even for Tenacious D. Like he's so, God, he's so funny. You know, it's like one of like my. I mean, it's not really a, it's not really like a, like a secret love movie, but, um, Saving Silverman, mm-hmm. God, he's funny in that. He's so funny in that. Yep. And I think you and I have, Chris, Boston, Chris, you and I have laughed a lot about him in High Fidelity. He's so good in High Fidelity. It's such a, such good, a movie. good movie. I like when he's like, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> when he's, when, when, what's his name slaps him in the face and he goes, if you rip my vintage shirt, I will fucking kill you. I will fucking suck your nose. Yeah, that's when he suck your nose. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. He's in Mars Attacks. He plays like the brother that gets killed in the army. Jesus. <clears throat> oh, my God. <laughs> we could talk about, like, that's random. Jack Black and uh, the Jack Black slash Bruce Willis show. Uh, nice. <laughs> Well, I think I think we can wrap this up, um, and uh, I think I just want to end it with just a couple of mentions for some television shows that have had some significant uh, Christmas specials, and I'll just mention a couple. You guys tell me if you've seen them and or enjoy them. Um, obviously, I think my number one is uh, the episode from Seinfeld, The Strike, which is the... Really, it's it's not even Christmas as much as it's the Festivus episode. But uh, Chris, have you ever seen uh, Boston? Chris, have you ever seen the the Festivus episode? Yes, I have. Okay, all right. Because I know you're yeah. not. You've never really actually watched all of Seinfeld. But no, and I I, I will. Here. I'm definitely going to. I have nothing against Seinfeld. No, it's just it I was just something you just didn't watch. I've never, never seen it. Yeah. But the uh, the Festivus episode really is probably one of the one of the best episodes of of, of situation comedy <laughs> television ever. So. Um, I like that. Also, um, I was a huge fan of the episode of Community, Abed's Uncontrolled, Uncontrollable Christmas. It's the one that's like the puppet stuff animation one. Yes. Um, that's a great episode. And then also, uh, I don't know if either one of you have seen 
um, the bear. Which oh my god, that was fishes. such a good episode. Fishes. Uh, that was yeah. the most like tense episode ever. I personally think that if Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't win an Emmy, a primetime mm. Emmy for that, it's it's that's because she didn't show her boobs. <laughs> she didn't, but at that know, age, it's just considered brave. You know what? She probably could have and gotten away with it in like in line with the story because oh the yeah, episode, yeah, oh, that yeah. episode was so good, so good. Um, I mean, everybody that's in that Bob Odenkirk, Jamie Lee Curtis, um, mm-hmm. uh, Joe um, Bernthal. I mean, they should cousin. all be. They should all, yeah, cousin. Yes, uh, what's what's that guy's name? Mike. I forget. Yeah, but um, it's um. Well, I wanted to say his real name, but yeah, like they. Oh yeah, were, he's it's a like weird e, name. Yeah, it's it, it, yeah, Eben Eben Eben. Eben, Eben yeah, he's a Massachusetts guy. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. I love him too. But that show is so good, The Bear. But that's such a great episode. Uh, I think I think Joe Bernthal, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Bob Odenkirk should all win friggin' Emmys for that episode. <laughs> like it's so good. Um. And it's that's probably up there. I mean, I know there's other ones like I'm sure that uh, I think there was an episode of like Growing Pains that was really notable. I think when it was like a Christmas episode, but mm. um, nothing that's really. I, I kind of like newer ones. Like I, the oldest one, I think I would pick would be that Seinfeld episode. You know, but anyone's for either of you that are. I, I do enjoy watching The Office. Uh, I do enjoy yes. watching The Office uh, Christmas episodes every year. Yeah, um, those are fun. You know, like which the, one do you like better? Do you Benihana like the uh, and... do you like the Benihana Christmas? I like the, I like the one. I like the one, the one with the gift. The, the one with the <laughs> gift swap, right? Yeah, that that's got to be the best one. Yeah. And you know, yeah, with the with the video iPod or the whatever it was, the video iPod. <laughs> he gives an iPod. He gets the iPod for uh, for Ryan. That's one of like, my favorite was... like subplots of any television show ever. Is just like. Michael Scott with Ryan, like his uh, his behavior mm. towards Ryan, like yeah, all his, the time. His obs- <laughs> it's like his obsession with Ryan. Yeah, it's very funny. So, Chris, what about you? Yeah. I'm gonna go with SNL because there's just so many classic sketches throughout the years that mm. now, like, I mean, did anyone watch this past week's with Adam Driver? There were like two solid Christmas sketches in there that just like I was dying laughing. Yeah, like uh, the 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 one where the, it's the chocolate santa he's the chocolatier and you unwrap uh, the chocolate santa and it oh looks like a i did see dog. that it was i did see that that was great like that's right <laughs> up there with sweaty balls uh the one where he's home for the holidays and texting his friend and his friend can't go anywhere near his school <laughs> it turns out his friend is a real fucked up that had me die and laughing because i feel like that's what's going to be the next time i go back home when you when you clowns or somebody else <laughs> that's so good no but the best one's probably uh steve martin when he wants his christmas wish oh, oh yeah my god so good good and all that's the little a great children yeah that's first a great definitely one. the children thing let's do the kid thing that's and then the month-long orgasm but when he says <laughs> when he goes like first the thing with the kids like that to me is like so great when he does he just decided to stop referencing it <laughs> oh but what about revenge on my enemies, enemies. <laughs> revenge on my enemies oh oh okay first definitely that then revenge on my enemies first the crap with the kids yeah <laughs> the crap with the kids yes so good well that's the cool thing about i mean that's one of the good things about <clears throat> the holiday season is that um at least like the winter holiday seasons is you genuinely have 
TV shows usually get to do an episode on either like Thanksgiving or Christmas or Halloween. Um, I, I always was like, there's never really any 4th of July episode. And it's like, and then I went, oh yeah, that's right. Cause they don't really have them on during that time. So this is Jaws. Jaws every year for yeah, the July. Yeah, it makes it makes no <laughs> sense. It makes no sense for them. Like if you ever notice, like any kind of summery springtime, it's very vague. You know, time of like you don't know when it is because it's like they're not on because they're not usually on during the summer. So, uh, you know, but uh, I mean that's um, I mean that's that's great. I think that we've celebrated uh, the holiday season this year. Um, I want to thank you all, both. All like you guys, are all people. Jesus, I want to thank uh, Dean Crosby. Um, I want to thank you guys Dude, both. You started off with a bang, man. I know <laughs> I did, right? I want to thank you both for coming on tonight. Um, this was a lot of fun. I love you guys so much. Um, I am so thankful. I'm gonna say thankful like it's Thanksgiving. I'm so thankful for having you both in my life, and uh, I am gonna wish Merry Christmas to you both, and um, Happy Hanukkah, and uh, to Chris because we know that. LA Chris is really Jewish because his his grandfather came from Poland <laughs> during World War II and we all know why the Poles came from we all know why people fled from Poland in World War II. <laughs> well and he lives in LA and the Jews run Hollywood. So <sighs> anyway. Uh... <laughs> Whatever. We're getting our, I'm getting my land back any day may, now. We'll be good. May all your uh, is there is there anything that either one of you would like to plug? Your butt. Ah, <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, very good. All right, well, uh, for Boston Chris and for L.A. Chris, thank you. This is Keithy. And uh, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. And to the great Dean Crosby, I wish you the very best in all your future Shalom. endeavors. Merry Christmas. Love you both, Bubba Booey. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, boys. I miss you. Love you both. All right.